gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. My name is Cash Miller. I am the host of Marketing Masters, the CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're talking about AI and how it's changing the landscape for digital marketing for business owners. Because, you know, business owners are often, you know, they think AI and they're not necessarily using it. Yeah, we think, you know, like the society is using it left and right. Um, and you can embrace it, you could ignore it, but it is affecting things and you know how you run your business and how you do your marketing. And a lot of businesses have internal marketing teams and they or they, you know, contract with somebody, an agency, maybe a freelancer, but it's gonna be involved, you know, one way or another in what they do. So understanding it really matters. I've got with me Ann Brennan, she's with ASMM Digital Marketing out of Maryland. Uh, and it's great to have you on and, you know, looking forward to talking you know, about AI with you. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself, what you do as an agency, you know, what kind of clients you work with. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. I um, own ASMM Digital. It's a small agency out of Maryland, and we work primarily with home service companies all over the country, actually. And I do... In addition to my regular agency work, I have a C fractional CMO service that we're offering, and that one is completely to home service companies. But I'm obsessed with AI. Actually, Cash, I didn't tell you this before we started. I'm obsessed with it, AI so much that I listened to this podcast called, it's called The Marketing AI Show with Paul, <laughs> Paul Ruckers, I think. Yeah. But I have gotten four speeding tickets. Four speeding tickets because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed because he terrifies. Sometimes he terrifies me, and sometimes he it excites me. And so yeah. either way, I speed up the car. And luckily, it's only speed cameras. But I have gotten them. I've gotten them several times. Several times. Four. Yeah, and you and you're related. Yeah, it's the podcast. Did it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, yes. And so I've stopped listening to it in the car. I can't do that anymore. Well, it does speak to the uh, the uh, value of that particular podcast. That's, you know, so I won't say the tickets are great, but at least the content is. <laughs> yes. And actually, I got to meet Paul. It's Paul Retzer. I, I got to meet him at the Marketing AI conference in Cleveland. And I told him, I was like, you owe me some money. I'm like, this is really, it's on you. You're going to owe me some money. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's interesting because, you know, I say you're working also as a uh, chief marketing officer, a CMO, you know, for some mm -hmm. companies. And, you know, business owners, like say AI as it's being, you know, it, it's really been in the background for a number of years. People don't really like realize I'm reading a book right now called Hot Seat. And it's um, the story of Jeffrey uh, Emelt. I think I said his name right, but he ran GE for about 20 years. And in the book, he um, talks about, you know, the evolution of GE under his watch challenges he faced. But one of the things I'm at a section where he's really talking about, and this is 2007, 2008, he literally says AI in how they're applying it to healthcare at the time. Yeah. And okay. because they have a big healthcare division and because they like they make a lot of machinery, you know, so think of right. the, the equipment that doctor's offices use, you know, think radiology equipment, things like that. You know, you know, yes, companies they do that, mammograms, AI mammograms now. They, they do. And the thing is, is that stuff was in development over a decade ago. 
You know, so AI did not come out of left field. It's not something the public is aware of it now. Okay. But this stuff, right. this technology has been, you know, been in de- the development phase for, you know, I say decade, two decades, you know, probably longer if we really think about, right. you know, it's infancy, but, you know, it's something that, you know, as with most techno- technological, you know, revolutions or anything, you know, like say, whether it's the industrial revolution, as we get into cars, as we get into computers, you know, any of these things that have really changed how we work in society, that's what AI is doing. Yeah. You know, and right. as with most things, you can embrace it or you can, you know, and learn it and figure out how to use it to your advantage. Or you can, you know, not and kind of get left behind, you know, so. Yeah. Well, and if you ignore it, you're going to, the thing that I see is, especially with business owners who are trying to do their marketing themselves, what they, when they ignore it, they're ignoring the fact that what is changing mostly right now is content. Yeah. So everybody, they're like, oh, I can create a blog now and I can create more posts and I can use it. But everybody's doing that. Yeah. So the market is flooded the website is flooded with content mm-hmm. and they're everybody's using the ai to write it the problem is that everybody's using the ai to write it right, right? so it's not unique there's nothing mm-hmm. unique about it so i think it's it's so it's changing marketing hugely for people yeah and it's really you know with ai embracing it you have to think of how it's being used. Some companies are really starting to embrace its use and figuring out ways to integrate it into what they do. I mean, us as a company, um, you know, besides what we do from a marketing standpoint, you know, we've assigned uh, chat GPT accounts, you know, gotten them for most of our employees. Not everybody needs one, but it does, mm-hmm. you know, make things a lot easier. And I'll give you an example. You know, I've got somebody that, you know, we're working with and we're putting together a campaign and yeah, we used AI to help write, not necessarily the plan, but we needed an outline for that plan, you know, and we give it the parameters and then we go and customize it and stuff. And it, but it is a portion of the content, no matter what, because it made it a lot easier to do this. It wasn't a matter. The plan itself is original because we told it what the parameters needed to be. Yeah. But there are so many things, um, you know, that you can, you know, use it for, I've, I've used it to help write contracts and, you know, um, those types of things. So there's a, there's a bunch of things. It's either you embrace it or you don't. But from a marketing standpoint, right. you know, you're working as a CMO for some companies um, like, you know, what's known as a fractional CMO. So it's a part time basis doing it. And you're but you lead marketing efforts. How right. should how should companies be con- thinking about AI and how to integrate it into their business, into their marketing departments? You know, like. Right. Business owners can't, you know, they shouldn't be afraid of it, but how do we get them right. past that? Well, start slowly, right? But, but first ask yourself the questions, you know, where are you going to use it? Where should you use it? Uh, honestly, in home services, it's being pushed out to them. If, if they're using any kind of program like Service Titan, it's being pushed out to them. I, I just got to see an amazing piece of AI that they have. This is incredible. Actually, you'll probably like this. Hmm. People home service companies lose about 50% of the calls that come through yeah. and they don't call them back. They go to somebody else because they're in a hurry. Their air conditioning is out, right? They're, sure. they're like, I need somebody now, or there's, there's toilets flooding, whatever the case they need them now. So if they don't answer on that first go, they move to the next guy. Yeah. Well, this piece of AI comes in and it says if they're put on as soon as they say, 
you are, we're currently experiencing a high call volume. Would you like to schedule with me? I am an AI bot. It says it. I am an AI bot. <laughs> Literally puts them on the dispatch schedule. It was, it took minutes. It is wow. so now I'm not losing those calls. It hmm. is amazing. Yeah. So that was a piece that I've seen that, but, but the truth is there's so many ways to use it. There's ways if, you, if you're going to use it for your marketing, think about your, think about your clients. Most of us are guessing who they are, right? Mm -hmm. But you can use chat GPT and ask it. These are who I think they are. Can you build out a profile for me of my ideal customer? Yeah. And it will build out things that you've not thought of. It's pretty amazing. Um, I, your example that you gave for, you know, phone calls is really interesting because let's say as marketers, our job is to generate those calls. But if you on the other end, you know, if you're the service company or any other type of business, if you don't do something with them, you know, right. I, I know as a marketer, often unjustly will take the blame, you know, like, and it's right. not, because they'll say, well, we're not getting enough. I'm like, well, you're right. not answering some of these that you are getting, you know? So, yeah, you know, so I think that like, say from a, you know, a support side, that kind of technology using AI that way supports our efforts. And that makes us more effective because of the fact that what we're doing, no matter what, you are taking advantage of it if you are using that. And that's where that's a great example of like embracing AI and saying, look, right. I have it for this service and I'm spending this money on my marketing and I need this to pay off and I need this to make sure we don't drop the ball. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So one of my favorite stories to tell when I went to the marketing AI conference, I, I talked to everybody, Cash, you could probably tell I'm not shy. <laughs> so I was walk, walking into the conference and this guy was walking beside me and I said, are you embracing AI in your business? And he says, he says, I, you know, I run a marketing department of a major, he wouldn't tell me which one, a major financial company. He says, but we, this past year, bought 56 different smaller financial companies. Wow. And now we need to rebrand all of them. So they came to me, they said, here's, here's your project. It, you've got to, you've got to rebrand all of them, bring them under our, our umbrella. Mm -hmm. You have $2.5 million to do it. And we're going to give you two years. He finished it in two months at $250,000 oh. using AI. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. So you, that is a really good example of it really embracing it and helping your business save money. Right. Yeah. So, but I will tell you, he didn't, I said, well, what happened to the people in your marketing department? He said, we put them on bigger projects, projects where they can think outside the box now because they don't have to be doing these tasks. Hmm. So that was a really interesting way of doing it. That really is interesting because the idea was, is that it took a lot of the, it took a lot of the mundane tasks and dealt with them and left, you know, essentially the brain power that you need, you know, because, you right. know, a lot of larger projects, if they have, it, they have different parts and you got to think through how they like can work together, that can be the issue. And you do want a person on those kinds of, of things, yeah. you know, because like I say, when we talk, you know, when you have digital marketing, like I say, I like to, you know, give the example of, you know, if you take SEO and you take pay-per-click ads and you take programmatic and you take Facebook, you know, or any social media platform, you know, you can have in different ways, if you think it through, 
these things help each other. You know, it's like I use social media as a way to generate emails to get onto my marketing list, you know, so I can do email marketing that then those people I'm running holiday specials and I tie it to some sort of a remarketing program, you know, so that I can hit them with ads during the course of 30 days. You know, it's that kind of thing. You get all these different parts and I'm like, you know, and AI is not necessarily, it can help you with the individual pieces. It's not necessarily going to put all that puzzle together for you. And that's where you need a human. That's where you need a human. And then the other part of it, honestly, so I belong to the Goldman Sachs uh, 10,000 small business program, which is a really amazing program to help small businesses. And during what, you know, as I meet more people in that program, everybody's problem is hiring. Mm-hmm. So people are looking at AI and saying, oh, well, now, now they're going to fire their, their people. Right. I'm like, why would they do that? It takes so much time to train people. It yeah. takes so much time. So take those people who are already trained and find a different role within your company to put them in. Find a different mm-hmm. role. So it, it may be that maybe it's in the marketing department, but maybe they're di- doing a deeper dive into the analytics. How are these things working together? Or right. maybe they're coming up with a separate plan for your client to make them stand out personally, right? Because you have to be more human. So now everybody's creating this content. How do you make your client more human? But only a human can tell you how to do that. Yeah, that's right. And and it's what I've told a lot of people is like AI, you know, they say it's going to be a job killer or something. And it's like... Okay, you already you to your point. You already have companies that are struggling to hire, so AI might help fill some of those positions essentially, not cuz it can right. do that specific job, but maybe you know, you have two jobs combined into one because you have one person using AI can do the work of two. Yeah. Uh, right. That's what ends up happening for a lot of companies if they can figure out how to embrace it, how to apply it, you know, and right. how does it make you better for, you know, I say go to go back to your phone call example. If the AI is scheduling the service call, you don't need the person to answer the phone technically. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. And, th- and then what they can do, that person who's supposed to be answering the phone can now review the, the tapes, <laughs> tapes, but I'm dating right. myself, the recordings yeah. of these calls, <laughs> right? And make sure, because, you know, we've talked about this. You, I'm sure you've talked about it. Sales and marketing have to work together. Yes. And if I bring them in a, a sell, if I bring them in a lead and they can't sell them, then something's missing. So what's that missing component? You could have that person who normally answers the phone figure that part out for you. Yes. Yeah. So you need the brain power. That's the thing. Yeah. No matter what, you have to have that. And the idea is not that it's going to kill jobs or anything, but it may, may, may make it so that your company doesn't need quite as many people. So you're not always stuck shorthanded, which has been the case for a number of years for a lot of companies. Now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So one thing you, you said, how, you know, how are some of the ways, one of the things that I think business should do, especially home service industry, it's really funny. You don't think of home service companies. You don't think of the owners in these companies as being really, really smart. I have found them to be incredibly savvy, incredibly savvy. So they should write a book, 
right? Yeah. They should become the expert in their field and write a book, but it's hard to write a book. It takes time. Yeah. So now they can use AI to create an outline and then go back through it and put their own personality into it mm -hmm. and rewrite it. They can finish it within a year and have it published and that will boost them. It makes them more human. Put your face on it. Make yourself, even if you're only giving it away. Sure. Right? Yeah. The it's personal branding. More human. Yeah. The personal exactly. branding aspect. There, there's a lot of different things that you can do, you know, to build yourself up. And that's, like I say, that's where AI can come in. You know, like I say it can help you write right. a book. You know, you, it can't, it, technically it could write you the whole book, but it's not going to, it's not going to come off as authentic. So you have to go back. Right. You have to put your stamp on it, you know, to make that work. But right. Yeah. Well, in addition, I don't, I think, I don't know if you know this, but you can't copyright an AI written book. It's, it's against, it's against the rules. You can't do that. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard that. Um, in fact, I saw uh, somewhere, um, oh, I saw an email. I got a cold email and it literally said written with the help of AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I've done, I've actually done that. I wrote a blog yesterday, and at the end of it, I put written with the help of AI because it did. It gave me my first draft. It gave me all the bullet points, and then I put Anne into it, right? Because yeah. I have a unique voice. Yeah, but the idea is that you know, if you would have had to do the whole blog post on your own, how much longer would it have taken you to do to end up Hours. in the same? Yeah. I and mean, you would have ended up in probably about the same place. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it, it's well worth bringing it into your business and embracing it. Yeah. That's, that's the idea is you have to re-envision your business with AI involved and say, okay, how would I do things differently? You know, and it's one of those moments you got to take time out, you know, take, separate yourself from the business for a moment, look at it and look at the different elements. Cause yes, can it help with your marketing? Definitely. You know, the, right. It could definitely help all with right. your marketing. <laughs> yeah. We love dogs. It's all great. Um, <laughs> yeah. It can definitely help with your marketing and it can help with other aspects of your business as well, because you know, I like say whether you know, you're working out the plans for it, you're trying to write training manuals, you know, for employees, there's any number of things that you could use it to get done things done. Like, oh, right. Sorry, I muted it because of the dog. <laughs> so, yeah, there's any number of things. And one of the things that I thought about as you, you know, as we're going through this is, yeah, I said they can answer the phone, right? But the other thing about about your people is they can be more forward facing. For us, mm -hmm. I can have my staff go out and meet with my clients and people want to know they're talking to human people, right? They want to right. know that. And so you can redistribute people in a way that gives you more. So uh, the other thing that I should say is that we talked about tools. Find the tools that work for you, right? I was the worst note taker. I have always yeah. been the worst note taker. And so I started using, uh, Otter, what is it? Otter AI, mm -hmm. Otter Pilot, I think is what it's called. And it now takes notes for me in every single meeting. And then afterwards I can say to it, what were my action items? Yeah. And it will pull out my action items. And I'll say, what decisions did we make? So now I take those notes and I send them to my client and I look brilliant because I, I'm that organized. Yeah. Um, we use fireflies.ai yeah, mm -hmm. and it records calls and then can create transcripts off the calls. And we do this because of our creative strategies with clients. Um, yes. We want to make sure, you know, and it tells you that it's part of the conversation. It's literally got to see, you know, if you do a Zoom call, it will show that it's in the call with you. Um, right. 
And the, but the idea is, and this is, you know, for any business, if you are working out the details of a project um, and we all know he said, she said, you said you would do this. I yeah, didn't. Exactly. No, I didn't. You know, well, you have a transcript of every call and it's in there automatically, you know. Right. Exactly. Which makes life a lot easier. We've had to pull it out and say, look, we didn't agree to do this. And, you know, if you're a home service business or any other, you know, a number of types of businesses that you do end up talking to people. And we know the virtual world where a lot of these kinds of conversations now, you know, happen. It's very common. Um, We did, you know, COVID got us to embrace it. We didn't give it up just because COVID, you know, passed us by. Yeah. So it's those kinds of tools. Absolutely. Actually, I had another thought on this. And and going back to the phone calls, one of the things we tell our clients, we say, ask your dispatchers, what are the questions people are asking when they call in? Write down all Mm. the questions. Well, I use it when I have meetings with potential clients. And I I say, Otter, pull out all the questions they asked me. And then I use those questions to create content right? You're getting, you know what answers they want, right? You now yeah. know what questions they're asking. It's, it's a huge way of creating content. Yeah. Think about that. So if you, you could use that for blog posts, again, it's taking the mm-hmm. questions that they're asking. You could also turn it into facts pages on your website because you keep getting exactly. the same questions and you're giving out the same answers. Um, and if you had that, you know, uh, AI call bot, you know, well, you could have it, you know, actually have some of the answers there because um, think about uh, what people don't realize often, you know, if you do a chat bot now, you know, mm-hmm. those chat bots, it used to be, you know, basically get you to somebody that will be typing on the other end. But now the chat bots are, you're able to train them with a lot of the answers that they're going to need. So you could take the questions that you get, you know, that you record on the calls Take those questions, make them into the chat bot so that if you have a chat bot on your website and somebody starts asking these things, the chat bot has the ability to answer them right there because it's probably the same answer any, every time anyway. And you could have right. it answering dozens of different questions. Yeah, you make a great point. And one thing that we've seen lately is people using the chat bots, but not testing them and not setting them up. Mm-hmm. And so I, I will not tell you what this was, but there was a suicide prevention hotline. So I, run a, I also founded a charity for suicide prevention. So there was a charity prevention suicide. Somebody called me and told me exactly what was said during this call. And it, it was said by AI. And okay. it said before they called, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are you to die by suicide? Huh. Just like, okay. So then they answered that question. And then at the end, it asked the same thing, right? And it's like, it's, it's really an insensitive way of handling somebody who no is kidding. in a suicidal state, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't think that through. So you have yeah. to think it through. You have to know. We had another one where somebody um, said something at the end that made it very clear. It sounded like it was the the, the whole time the chatbot sounded like it was the business owner. But at the very end, it said something that was completely off brand, completely off. And, and the person was turned off. They said they left a horrible review for the person. So yeah. you've, you've got to pay attention to what's going out there and you've got to know what you're doing, right? You've got to, you've not, you've got to be very careful what tools you use and that you're using them the right way. Yeah. Because certain AI tools do require programming. I like say, if we even just talk, you know, what everybody knows of, you know, 
being chat GPT, you have to, um, you need to program it, you know, like if you're going right. to have it write you certain things or whatever you're going to have to do, it's all about the, prompt, the about the prompt right. and you've got to have those prompts in place for it to give you the right content back, you know, but we're seeing any number of ways, you know, the AI is being used. I'm right now, like Google's been rolling out their Bard stuff and it's getting more and more prevalent. Okay. So, you know, course i'm like seeing what kind of results it gets you know back when i do a search for something and you know if you're especially if you're like a home service but any kind of a local business um you know one of the things that i've been looking at because home local businesses often rely on google maps you know it's become a really big thing well if you allow for the, if you do any kind of, at least on a desktop search, which I know most people are using Google maps and stuff, you know, to do those searches. But if you're doing any kind of a desktop or even your phone, but you're using Chrome, if you do a local search and it will give you back map results, if you allow the AI to do it, but it will not match uh, the, um, the map results themselves it pulls information from other sources and the, uh, the rankings and everything, it all changes. You know, there's a number of right. like different things that happen depending on which, you know, cause we think of AI, AI is not one all encompassing thing. It is a bunch of different programs. Let's say yeah. Google has their version, Microsoft, you know, open AI, you know, they're funding it. They have their version. You have different version, like say a uh, fireflies is another AI, but it has a whole different right. function. You know, there's a lot of these. Right. Things. Yeah, there really are. And, and it's it's actually in this home service field. It, I did went to a whole conference that was about AI and home services. Oh, yeah. And so you can't. Th- that is the danger, right? What, one of the things that we're seeing in, in home services is that for every every five guys who leave, retire, right? Mm. Every five guys who leave that industry, only one is coming in. Okay. Right. Which now that there's AI, if these home service guys who own it decide to just shut down and go away because they're like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm being overtaken by the guys who are using it. Then we've got a real problem in, in this country because it's going to, there's going to be a huge shortage of people to come and fix my AC. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a huge problem. But I think, you know, if you start embracing it, it doesn't have to be hard. It really right. doesn't just tr- start small Think about the dangers. I actually do a whole seminar on how to start bringing it in slowly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I say, you have to, it it is an adoption thing and you do want to, you know, do it slow. One of the things that also, and it depends on the size of your organization, um, with anything that's a new initiative, you know, it's always good to have advocates, you know, for things like this, you know, and right. if your organization is big enough um, or you have anybody, honestly, that's a tech geek, you know, that's really, you know, and you may have to ask, you know, your employees to see right. which ones might be really invested. Like in my organization, you know, I have multiple people that really like it, but I've got one in particular that embraced everything about it. And he's taught other people how to use it, help them, you know, learn how to create the prompts that they need for their position, you know, particular job position. And that makes a big difference. And so you need advocates. Absolutely. You absolutely do. So actually speaking of prompts, people aren't thinking about prompts the right way. So you create a prompt and then you recreate it the next time you use it. 
create a prompt library, create a library for all the prompts you're going to need. Right. We've done that for every single one of our clients. We've created prompts for every single thing we're going to do for them. Right. So that we, we don't have to do it again. Right. If this one got a good result, use that prompt again. Yeah, that's we do the same thing internally with um, for our staff, you know, is we've amassed over time a gigantic library and and that library goes for different types of prompts. So we have prompts that help our salespeople, you know, mm-hmm. so that um, when they're trying to put together plans and they're trying to, you know, get like data estimates and what might be the target demographic or a client, you know, that the client would, you know, or a prospective client wants to go after. We've got, you know, things in place now that help with those things. It, we've got content writing prompts. We've got prompts that help on the SEO side. You know, we've got, right. you know, paid ad prompts, you know, you name it. We, you know, we've got, and like we've got coders on our staff. So, you know, they've got, um, you know, coding prompts for certain types of commands that they want to be able to do, you know, code that they right. need written, you know, because while they write the code often, you know, there's certain things that, you know, maybe they have a problem and they can't figure it out, you know, of what, right. you know, what, where, they, where are they off? So we've got people in, uh, that everybody's kind of like, if they're using it, they're, they've got their own small library. And then as a company, collectively, it makes for a much larger library. Right. Yeah. No, it makes total sense. I was thinking about, you, you talked about content earlier and how many different ways you use it. And it occurred to me, I've said multiple times that you want to be more human, right? And I've mm-hmm. said multiple times that that SEO is it's being really damaged by how much content is out there. Yeah. And so how do you, as a business owner, how do you then take the content you've created and make yourself more human, right? My thought is that one of the ways that you can do this is whether it's the business owner itself or in one of my clients, we have his lead tech is the guy we put on video yeah. and he answers those questions. He answers the questions that we're gathering, right? He answers, he, he shows a piece of tech or we write a blog and he basically says what was in the blog. He doesn't say it exactly. He doesn't read it, but he says, you know, if your toilet is, is getting condensation on the outside of it, this is what you need to do. This is what this means, right? So it's amazing to see that you can take those AI things and use them in a way that's much more human and make you show up in a way that people go, yeah, cause that's gonna, that's gonna make you stand out, right? Right now, you're not going to stand out if you're just using AI created content. You're just going to be like everybody else. But how can you make it worse? Yeah, you can train um, over time AIs to essentially speak in a particular voice, and it needs it. You know, so if you feed it a lot of content you've individually written, so it can it learns how you do it. Because remember those programs originally are designed, you know, as language learning programs. So that also means individual, you know, the language of an individual, not just, you know, don't think of just, just different types of language, you know, different, you know, ways we, you know, it's not just Spanish or Chinese or something like that. I mean, it's like literally tone, you know, and it can do it the same way that, you know, if you say, Hey, write this in this person's voice. So uh, yeah, write this like if, you know, and speak it as if you were Steve Martin, yeah, or something like that, that's very distinct. Um, Well, you can train it to, you know, write in your voice too. Absolutely. And actually, I don't know if you've seen this, but they, for somebody like you, somebody like us, right? I have hundreds of hours of my voice on video on the internet. Yep. I can now ask it to create audio with my voice. 
mm-hmm. which is incredible, right? But you do want to, you like, I love the idea of using it, but I also love the idea of using it to help you get in front of people. Yeah. Because that's where I think your business is going to stand out. If you can have AI taking care of those mundane tasks over here, right? You can be in front of people in a way that shows who you are. Mm-hmm. You can be the expert. You can be the one who's speaking at conferences or the one who's sometimes answering the phone, believe it or not. Right? Right, yeah. You can be the person who is showing up for your customers. Yeah. So AI has got, you know, it, I say it's not going to go away. It has a huge role to play in your business, in your marketing, but also in the way you run the business and the way you do things on a day-to-day basis and the way your employees do things. You know, there's the, it is best to embrace it, but at the same time, figure out where it's appropriate to use it, you know, how it can actually enhance what you're doing. Don't assume that it's like this, you know, cure-all for everything. If your business has a few woes, you uh, it is something that can improve what you do. That's how you want to be using it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Th- this has been great, Anne. Um, how would people get a hold of you? Because like you've got this, you know, fractional CMO, especially for home services companies, and and there are plenty of companies out there that could use somebody that's uh, you know part of their operation, at least on, you know, a part-time basis, essentially, you know, which is what fractional does, but they, you get a high level of expertise. Yes, absolutely. So it, 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 for me, it's my favorite job. I really love that part <laughs> of it because I can really, I dig in, right. I dig into their business. So you, uh, you can reach me at asmmdigital.com and Actually, anywhere on the internet, you can find me as Brennan Annie. So it's B-R-E-N-N-A-N-A-N-N-I-E. I'm a creator on every single platform, even TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, embracing the, the, the new world order, as it were. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So actually, look, just real quick before we leave, I will say people think of TikTok as a kids program now, right? The problem is grownups went in and ruined it for the kids. So if you have, if you have a target audience of women like me, I will tell you they're on TikTok looking up menopausal videos. It's all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother. Okay. (laughs) That's the whole thing. (laughs) Well, that's the first time that word's ever been used on this show. (laughs) There you go. But I will tell you, if you're a business owner and your target market's in their 50s, a 50-year-old woman, go on TikTok, look at what they're doing. Because they're there. (laughs) Yeah, there are. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's actually been quite widely embraced as a platform. You know, there's a lot of things to like about it. Okay, this has been great. Um, My name's Cash Miller. I am the CEO of Titan Digital. I'm host of Marketing Masters. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode.